The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here today with one of our 25 under 25 winners. This is one of my favorite times of year because some of the most successful companies in Kansas City are honored through this program. They have fewer than 25 employees, and uh, we bring them on the radio show in addition to honoring them. This year that will be on February the 27th down at the downtown Marriott. We hope you can all come out. Today's guests are Dr. Jim Sparks and Dr. Matt Silvius, who are co-owners of Eagle Animal Hospital. Now, now that was a hospital for animals that was founded in 1946, so it's celebrating 70 years today or this year. And, you know, there just seems like it's the year for you guys. Oh, it's been an amazing, well, the whole process has been amazing, but the last two months, or two years rather, have been just phenomenal. Well, you certainly haven't been letting any grass grow under your feet, and I want to talk about some of the things that you're doing here in a minute, but give us a little bit of the history. You're 70 years old in 2016. How did it get started, and how has it evolved? Well, Dr. Eagle started as one of the first animal hospitals north of the river in Kansas City in 1946, and thus the name, Eagle Animal Hospital. And um, it's been, you know, just been through three, three transitions of ownership in its 70 years. Uh, Dr. Eagle, then to Dr. Noyes, who built an addition on the practice in 92. And then we, Dr. Silvius and I, went all in and just built our dream uh, in the last 18 months. Oh, and what a dream you have. And what, how it's materialized is just amazing. And, and like I said, we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Now, Jim, you got your start at Eagle Animal Hospital when you were still in high school, if I remember right. the story right. I started at Eagle when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I had told Dr. Noyes, the previous owner, when I was five, that I wanted to be a veterinarian. He laughed really? at me and said, when you're old <laughs> enough, I'll put you to work and change your mind. So how did he? you know him? Were you bringing your family we were, pet we, in? We, our family's records date back to Dr. Eagle at okay. the animal hospital. Okay. So you were actually customers there or patients there? Right. Your, your we were, we brought our pets there. there. Yeah. And it, it's kind of interesting to think of. 70-year-old uh, business, and I've been there for over half the time. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, and so when did you join, Matt? Well, and then funny enough, I kind of did the same thing Dr. Sparks did. My grandparents knew Dr. Noyes, and Dr. Noyes talked Dr. Sparks into giving me a job probably 15 years ago cleaning cages, and so I've been there ever since. So both of us have started and stayed there our mm-hmm. whole career. So. What drew you into the profession, both of you? Was it was it a love for animals? I mean, what what was it? I think it's definitely a love for animals, and, and you have to be science minded. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's very technically skilled a job, um, and it it has a lot of uh, opportunity for growth. There's just no end to the educational process, and that was kind of appealing to me. And obviously what draws us in, though, is that, you know, we get to play with dogs and cats and people pay us. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and uh, you know, you, you do it so well, and I, I 
can't imagine what it must be like to be a veterinarian because uh, you see so many animals and so many of them are in distress of some sort and you can help them, but then there are others. Like I, I was telling you, I, we had to put our dog down in August and, and that can make all the difference the way the veterinarian interacts with the family during that time. So you have a very special challenge there. Now, you've been talking about this renovation that you did, your dream, 2013. It's really a state-of-the-art renovation. Now, that word gets thrown around a lot, but yours really is state-of-the-art. Tell us about what you did. Sure, absolutely. So probably about two years ago, Dr. Sparks and I decided to take the plunge, and we hired a company um, called TWC that just specializes in animal hospitals. And we literally sat down, went through everything from the hospital side, our reception, waiting area, um, and then our boarding side, which has become really big as well, and just wanted to go um, as big um, as we could, but still keep it in a way that was affordable for people to come in. And so we've updated everything. We've got specialized equipment now for orthopedic surgery, um, dentistry, internal medicine. Our lab has been completely updated. And then probably, you know, one of the funner parts was building the boarding side Mm -hmm. and some of the luxury suites that we put in. Um, Seven themed different suites with Mizzou, a KU room, a princess suite with a chandelier. (laughs) Um, They've got flat screen TVs. The rooms have floor to ceiling, glass mosaic tile. Oh, my Um, goodness. I'm going to have to go check. Oh, it's it's amazing. Can I check in some night? (laughs) You know what? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know that the the little beds are themed. They go home with little themed bandanas. And I think one of the cooler things we did, we put a little camera in each room. And so straight from your iPhone, you can see your pet anytime that they're in there. And it's just, it's over the top. There's really nothing like it all in the Midwest. And it, it was just a lot of fun. It, you know, him and I joke, all, I mean, it was probably one of the hardest things we went through, but one of the funnest experiences that both of us will never forget. And the public's you know, really received it really well. Now, you refer to this as your dream, but there always has to be a business reason for, I mean, this was a huge undertaking, and it it was a dream, but what, what drove it from a business standpoint? We had really maxed out the capacity to produce in the building we were in. We were, had physical res, physical restraints in the ability of how how many patients we could see, how many pets we could house for boarding. We had really kind of dropped out of the boarding side. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a, a great demand for it. People were asking us for the opportunity to board there. Um, and so we decided that um, if we were going to do this, we were going to take it as far as we could. It didn't start out that way. We mm-hmm. budgeted at a certain amount, and then we ended up at about 200% of our initial budget. Wow. Um, but we went all in, and Dr. Silvius has said this many times, but we literally did as much as we could because that's as much money as we could borrow. Right. And when you say that you just, it went up 200%, it wasn't because you were having cost overruns. on. It was because you kept expanding um, your ideas for it. it. The scope grew. The project stayed yeah. pretty well close into the initial budget of where, uh-huh. you know, the numbers we were given. Um, the expansion part came in the discussion and the planning stage. Sure. Exactly. Um, now, in addition to all the wonderful services you can offer to pets, and you know, pet owners, you also have a green component to yes. the building. Tell us about that. Well, and Dr. Silvius had this brainchild of trying to put on um, uh, solar panels and develop some solar energy. And so we ended up putting 100 solar panels on there that will 
um, estimates are up to 35 to 40 percent of our electrical energy will come from the solar panels. Mm-hmm. And doing some more research, we found out that if we were to do an LED conversion and take all the building, all the lightings to LED, um, we would have a po- approximately a 40% savings on that. So we more than doubled our space mm-hmm. and net zeroed out our energy consumption. That's amazing. And that reminds me of something that I read, and that is, uh, you know, everybody's listening and thinking, oh, I wonder what kind of a, a cost that's going to mean to me uh, with this fancy expansion that you've done. But you've really uh, tried to keep things at their pre-renovation uh, levels, if I remember right. Absolutely. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't really raise any costs when it comes to this new renovation. I mean, with some of the expanded services that we didn't have before, obviously that's a you know a new price, right, but right. nothing has has really gone up with mm-hmm. with the renovation. The new revenue streams will take care of the yeah. uh, expense you know that we have with the new building, exactly. and that was very important to me. Is we wanted to not price out our clientele, we wanted to be able to offer more services but not change who and what we are. That was real important to me. The practice has a unique personality, and I wanted to maintain that. Mm -hmm. So you were really faced, you were at a crossroads where you could either um, stay where you were and basically downsize the services that you were offering or go big, and you did that, and it sounds like it's paying off already. So you, you started this renovation in 2013? Is that right? The, the beginning thought processes of okay. it. The planning stage probably took us close to a year, and then the building stage took another year after that. So, I mean, you know, part of our structure that we had to contend with and helped us a lot was built in the 1890s. It was an old uh-huh. dairy barn. So, you know, we really looked at all of our options as far as just renovating and keeping that structure, but being 100 years old, it just wasn't feasible. So, sure. you know. Yeah, and I think part of uh, what your plan was was to make it a landmark that you that was very visible in the community, too. Wasn't that part of the idea, too? Right. We wanted to make a, make a statement with the building and identify our presence. Um, the entryway is, you know, the entryway is 35 feet tall from the ground. And the reason that was done is because our topography is such that we're in a lower spot off the road. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing to me, you know, how many people would drive by us and didn't even know we were there. And then with this um, expansion and going that high, we were able to, you know, get better road visibility. And um, there's no way you can drive down the road and miss us now. Yeah, especially at Christmas time, you had some pretty uh, attention grabbing. Yeah, we had, <laughs> we had some fun with life this year, so that, that was great. Well, and we wanted to be a one-stop shop for people. Mm-hmm. You know, we added grooming and added doggy daycare as right. well. I mean, these are just things that people wanted, and a lot of people want to be able to come, drop their pet off, let us take care of anything they need. So that goal was accomplished as well. Exactly. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about some of the new services that Eagle Animal Hospital has been able to offer as a result of this renovation and some of the challenges and what they do in the community as well. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Get ready for an evening exploding with energy as we celebrate Kansas City's entrepreneurial community at the 15th Annual 25 Under 25 Awards Dinner and Gala, February 27th at the Downtown Marriott. Join host Thinking Bigger Business Media and sponsored Catalyst for cocktails, dinner, and entertainment as we recognize the achievements of 25 outstanding Kansas City area small businesses with under 25 employees. Reserve your tickets now at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. 
Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of we're... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute. Interested in growing your business? Thinking Bigger Business Media has the resources you need to grow your company to the next level, whether it's an aspiring business, a startup, established, or mature. Thinking Bigger provides the how-to strategies, critical connections, and key information to make your business more productive and more profitable. Check them out at ithinkbigger.com and find out what successful Kansas City business owners already know. Thinking Bigger Business Media is the resource for growing businesses. Visit them today at ithinkbigger.com. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here this morning with Dr. Jim Sparks and Dr. Matt Silvius, who are partners in Eagle Animal Hospital. We've been talking quite a bit about their recent renovation, just a state-of-the-art, uh, not only all of the services that they can now offer to uh, their patients, but also the fact that it's a very green, energy-efficient facility. Um, let's talk a little bit more about those services and the role technology is playing in, off, in allowing you to offer more and more services. You mentioned some of them uh, when you were talking about the renovation, but drill down on some of them. Sure. So, you know, some of the things that stick out in my mind that have really changed is I think people always want to stay connected with their pet and their pet's mm -hmm. health a lot. And so we've installed a couple different things at our hospital that allow people to go online, check out their pet's history, see, you know, what do they do for, what are they um, up to date with. And then, like we spoke a little bit about earlier, people always want to know when they're staying at our place, you know, are they okay? Sure. And, um, you know, they've got camera access inside some of the luxury suites now where they can see their pet the entire time that they're here. Um, some things we like to try to do when they're in the hospital side, we'll actually take pictures and text them out to people, you know, mm -hmm. just letting them know they're okay after that procedure. Mm -hmm. um, just trying to keep people involved as, as much as they can. And then from the delivery standpoint, too, we're offering laser surgeries now yes. as opposed to standard scalpel procedures. And with a laser, it cuts through nerve endings, blood vessels, and things and seals those so that there's much less discomfort post-surgically. Mm -hmm. uh, so our patients recover more quickly. Or therapeutic laser, where it helps healing processes, helps with arthritis. Um, and so those types of advances allow us to do things that we never imagined, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Sure. And some of this is driven by technology, but some of it's also driven by uh, the 
owner's expectations as well. I think that, uh, I mean, I just know my own expectations when when I had my dog, and I'm sure you're seeing more and more people ask for more and more services that are similar to what a human being might get when they go to the doctor. So much of this is, is driven by our clientele. Sure. The days of the backyard dog and the kid's pet are gone, mm-hmm. and now they're members of the family, exactly. and they want to be treated as such. Mm-hmm. And so the client's requesting and wanting to have the capability of delivering this type of service is what's driven it. Yeah. I mean, that's why we have an entire laboratory now where we can get complete chemistry profiles and CBCs and some hormonal testing in minutes rather than days. Sure. That anxiety just builds the longer you have to wait. And so the ability to deliver that information very quickly, I'm sure, helps to allay a lot of fears and worries. Uh, what are some of the challenges, lessons learned? Obviously, you know, you don't... Uh, undertake a renovation like you just did without some challenges and um, what, what you make it sound easy though uh, I know that there had to have been some challenges along the way the process was uh, was eventful I mean it, it, <laughs> that's it was a, a good grind. way to put it, <laughs> it was, it was eventful <laughs> it was I mean when you one of the biggest challenges we had is we needed to stay operational through the whole building absolutely and in order to do that that required a little bit of juggling we had to, you know, we were situated in such that we had basically two buildings. And so we knocked down one and built it up and practiced and limited ourselves to a small area. Then we had to switch over and run an animal hospital out of a boarding facility for a three to four month period of time. Mm-hmm. And we actually used a trailer. We brought in a trailer that was parked outside that was exam rooms for a while. It's. It was a. I always use the analogy. It's kind of like childbirth. It seems like it was so easy now, but you know, going mm-hmm. through it was rather rather challenging. Um, and that was where it was great to have a good partner like our contractor that really understood what we needed to do to make this work and really tried to make it as easy as we could on our clients as well. Mm-hmm. Now, you also are very, very active in the community, in the Northland community especially. Talk to us about why that's important to you. I think because I'm born and raised in the Northland and, and Dr. Sylvia is close to it, we we feel a sense of connection to the community. Education is something that's been huge to us. Um, we try to give back every opportunity we can. Local high schools, we use the CAPS program mm-hmm. to put things together for our luxury suites. They figured out the, the camera system that we needed. Uh, we have interns and externs from both high schools. We have an endowed scholarship at the University of Missouri for veterinary students. Um, because we have been, we we're blessed to be able to get through an educational process. We want to give as many of those kids an opportunity as we can. Right. So whenever you are out in the community, um, you also do, all of the educational pieces are wonderful. But then you also do things like uh, donate puppies for different uh, fundraisers and talk to us about some of the work you do with the schools and we do this puppies for a a select few (laughs) schools and um, charity events what we wanted to do is be able to provide a puppy but we have a a fiduciary duty i believe to make sure that that puppy is well taken care of so we also donate along with that puppy an entire year's worth of veterinary care including any surgical alterations that need to be done, all vaccinations, all preventative health care as far as dewormings, flea and tick and heartworm preventative. It really doubles the value of it, but what we get is a little bit of control so we know that this puppy ends up in an environment where it's going to be well taken care of mm-hmm. as opposed to a 
situation where somebody may just spur the moment decide to make that decision to add to their family. We wanted to make sure we had control and ability to make sure we delivered good health care for that pup. Right. And it's been huge. These these uh, these organizations uh, get to benefit from the financial side pretty substantially. Yeah. And and you're so right, though. I mean, we hear about that at Christmas and at Easter and in various holidays where you bring a, a an animal home and it's neat for a few days or a few weeks and then suddenly uh, nobody wants it anymore. So that's great that you do all of the follow-up as well. Talk to us about, um, we talked a little bit about expectations with clients, but what are you seeing in terms of the technology? You did talk a little bit about the laser advancements. Where do you see um, pet health care going in the future? What are some of the next things on the horizon that maybe we're not thinking about as pet owners ourselves yet? The line really between what we can deliver healthcare wise to humans mm-hmm. and pets is really narrowed. Um, not a day goes by we don't have ultrasounds done. We don't do digital radiography as opposed to the old films. Um, there are there's very few things that can be done for a human that can't be done for a pet. We have the luxury of referral institutions here in town, and so you know hip replacements, mm-hmm. uh, knees being rebuilt that we do at our hospital. Um, there's there's really no end. I think the only obstacle we come up against is both cost sure. because people usually don't have third party payment, but also um, it's just their commitment level. There's uh, surgeries. I mean, I have a dog that had open heart surgery. Wow. Well, I think technology too, from our side of things, has really helped in how we can communicate with specialists. You know, our our radiograph x-ray machine um, being all digital now, we can send that off and get a stat review by a board-certified radiologist and have something back in 10 minutes where, you know, before with film, we'd have to mail something off. They would review it. Now we can get consultations from veterinaries literally literally across the country um, within a matter of minutes. And I think that's something that seems like it's really changed in the past few years is our capability to tap into different areas and get clients exactly what they need very, very quickly. Uh, We talk a lot about dogs around this office, but, you know, it it is an animal hospital. Are dogs your primary patients, or do you serve a wide variety of species? Dogs and cats cats. account Mm -hmm. for about 97% of our clientele. Um, we do see the rare exotics mm-hmm. and things, but there's um, there's only so much that people are willing to do for pocket pets, the gerbils, the hamsters, the rabbits, the guinea pigs and things. Um, the occasional snake and things will come through the door. And we that one of the, one of the fun things is that we never know what's going to come through the door. Right. And no two days have ever been alike in my 35 years. Yeah, I, I can't imagine <laughs> you're doing surgery and you're giving inoculations or vaccinations and it just never a consultation, never ending, I'm sure. What does the future hold? Where, where do you think you go from here? You, you invested in your dream in this building? Where does it go from here? I think we just want to continue to expand and serve as many people as we can. Um, Dr. Sparks is always instilled in everybody there, and myself included, just customer service and taking care of people. Currently, we're looking at bringing on another veterinarian to try to keep up with the demand that um, has really grown with our building and facility. So I think, you know, I see us trying to find more unique ways of giving back to the community and trying to serve as many people as we can. And that was real important to me from the get-go is that we keep our core values the same. 
um, I've preached this to everybody, and I'm sure Dr. Silvius is heard, tired of hearing it, but um, every decision we make on the business platform is based on just a very simple three-step criteria. One, what is best for the patient? Mm -hmm. Two, what is best for the client? And put ourselves third. That's been a formula that's worked really well for us to be able to maintain that personality. Well, and if someone would like to get a hold of you, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, Well, by our phone number, 816-741-2345 and eagleanimalhospital.com. Um, we also have a really fun Facebook page that our staff puts a lot of time and effort into and makes it really fun for people. Okay, so eagleanimalhospital.com, and I'm sure that probably from that page you can click on the Facebook Absolutely. link. Facebook and, and follow us on like Twitter it. as well. So Absolutely. So, Well, we're very happy that you're going to be celebrated at the 25 Under 25 Gala on February the 27th. Looking forward to uh, that evening, spending that with you, and uh, best of luck with everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank Thank you 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 for the opportunity. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook at Thinking Bigger Business Media or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.